1: No purchase necessary food prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy glowing skin with OSEA's limited edition skincare sets. OSEA has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. They both come in giftable boxes with savings up to $46 and free shipping for a limited time. Go to Malibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.
0: All right. Welcome to episode four of Double or Nothing. I'm Patrick Previty. That's Mason Migliera. A lot has happened since last time we talked. Last time we talked was right before the draft on the Tuesday. Um. So how are you feeling? A lot's been going on. What are your thoughts? What you been up to?
1: Uh, I've been up to too much, just kind of been hanging out, working and doing my thing, but definitely keeping up with sports because my life, um, but yeah, the NBA draft just happened. That was really exciting. Obviously, congrats to all the players who got drafted. That is just such an amazing accomplishment. Congrats to all the teams, hopefully new superstars, new NBA champions, new, all that stuff is going to be happening, but it's not just basketball that's happened. We've got some NFL news that has been going on. That we'll get into, but yeah. How about you? Yeah. How have you been doing?
0: I've been doing good. Um, a lot of NFL betting news, as you may have alluded to prior. Um, should have put some money down on Victor Wembanyama being the number one pick. I don't, rem- I don't remember the exact odds for it. I think it was minus five thousand or something. So
1: you win a whole like cent for betting for him. So
0: yeah, there was. Uh, I saw. I saw it on Twitter, but there was a guy who put down. I thought like ten thousand dollars to win five five dollars
1: yeah
0: uh should have done that you know should have put my life savings on it but did not do it. i stayed away because gambling is so you know it's bad for you yeah it's it's bad for you it's bad for you especially if you are an nfl football player it's not something that the nfl wants you to do they're getting ready to spend a multiple um amount of players for probably either a year or i believe half the season i think it's Um, the full
1: season but I think
0: there were some players that were going to get suspended because they didn't bet on the NFL, but they bet on another game that was um, on like at the facility or something yeah. along the lines here. I have pulled up the six things that the NFL doesn't want you to do as far as betting or gambling is concerned. Um Number one is pretty obvious. Uh, don't do don't it. Bet- don't bet on the NFL. <laughs> don't bet on the NFL specifically. I mean, don't do it. That uh, is a very smart thing. Uh, yeah. I would say not to do. Um, number two is don't gamble at your team facility while traveling for a road game or staying at a team hotel. So, so don't, uh, gamble anywhere over there. So you can't like play blackjack, I assume. Uh, I mean, or maybe, maybe not blackjack, but, uh, don't bet on another sport there. Uh, yeah why am i having trouble with that one
1: stuff i'm sure they can play cards and stuff right like that
0: maybe yeah
1: if it's if it's within the team and everything then sure who can i i mean i don't make the rules i don't really know but
0: don't have someone bet for you
1: yeah that one's that one uh that one makes sense because there are people that are like all right here i'll give you the money you just put it under your name and then we'll like whatever they'll they'll find some way to to work for it but
0: yes mason yeah, that one. explained what a bookie is everybody that is what a bookie is oh you're welcome i
1: totally
0: agree, <laughs> right yeah <laughs> don't share team inside information so no injuries Obviously. shams just got in trouble for that a little bit or maybe did you know thinking that he had that inside scoop on who was getting drafted you know mm-hmm. brandon miller jumping into the second spot mm-hmm. that makes sense you know you know when a guy's hurt and he's just uh he's The team is just trotting them out there um, and practice every day to throw off the other team. Usually happens for a quarterback. Uh, Number five, don't enter a sports book during the NFL playing season. This all just seems so obvious. All of it
1: seems so obvious. I mean, when you have, I know there's one more, but I just got to say like you had Calvin Ridley who got suspended for betting. Like what it was like a thousand dollars or something. It wasn't even like that big of a deal but he got suspended for a full season like that was setting the wall like don't effing do this and now that people are doing it it's just it's just silly
0: yeah you think he would be a scapegoat or a martyr you know it'd be the last mm-hmm. of his kind to do that uh the first time since i've been paying attention to football that that i can remember a player getting suspended for that so it's kind of shocking oh, yeah. that there are more players um now this this run but it's Number six, it's don't play uh daily fantasy football, which is obviously kind of uh, was in a gray area for a long time for um, a lot of people. Um, if you're in the don't NFL, don't do it. It's for money. Can't do it. If
1: you're in the NFL, you should not be betting on um, like your team or any other team or making a fantasy team. Like that just doesn't make sense. You're, you're literally playing in it. Like you don't need to do the fantasy stuff. The fantasy stuff is for fans who wish that they could do something like that. You're already doing it. You don't need to be doing all that. Like, it's just so silly to me.
0: Yeah, no, it's silly to me too. Um, I also have the suspensions up here actually. And um, oh, really? yeah, the lions wide receivers, Jameson Williams and Stanley Berry Hill were suspended for six games each for mobile betting that occurred at the lions Allen park facility. That sounds like daily fantasy. I mean, Obviously, you could probably access a sports book on your phone, but that sounds like daily fantasy football. So um, probably they it made it like- at the facility. I assume that was just, uh, it's tough to interpret where, where these happened. Obviously, they're only giving us a certain amount of information, but the NFL has you wiretap. There's no possible way that you can get rid of it. Do you have the other suspensions up for you on you? Uh, it- I
1: do not have
0: anything up here. I'm looking, I'm looking at more Detroit Lions players and one Washington Commanders player. Sounds like they were running a ring here. Another wide receiver, Quintez Cephas and safety CJ Moore, um, suspended indefinitely. Um, Commanders defensive end, um, Tony was also suspended indefinitely. I think the biggest, I guess these are going to come down to like a, a season long.
1: The biggest name that like, just got pulled up from ESPN on the alert was Isaiah Rogers, the defensive back with uh, um, Indianapolis. And I, I read a quote from him. It said that he takes full responsibility for it. He like didn't back down from it. He was like, yep, I, yep. All this happened, blah, 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 whatever it was. And I mean, it's good to take accountability for everything, but like, you got to know like what you're doing.
0: Um, yeah, I, He knew he was caught. I think he was trying to maybe get like a little bit less or just say, you know what, I'm going to save a little bit of my reputation here by admitting it um, and getting out in front of it. He was also, I believe he was named before a lot of these other players were named. So he was the first one that came out, I thought, like a few days before it came, it was surfaced that there was multiple other players. Um, I have a question and then we'll move on. If you're an NFL player, what would you bet on? What would what what do you think would be the like if you thought that you could never get caught and what what would you put your life savings on if you're gonna go play in a game? I assume what? it would be betting on on a game for yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you bet on yourself that like you do that every day, but like if you're really trying to put money on it, then I guess. Um that, that would make sense putting money on yourself. I think um, you
0: would throw. What what do you say? I, I think you would throw it. I think that would be the easiest, though. I think a lot of these guys are very prideful. Yeah, I think a lot of these guys are very prideful. Um, And so you want to bet on yourself or you want to say that you're like Pete Rose and you you never bet on a game that wasn't for your team to win. But I don't know. I think the easiest route would be to throw it. I honestly think that. I think maybe just taking your under would be what you would want to do. You would have the most control over that, but then you would – you, you know, if you knew like your quarterback wasn't going to play, um, yeah. uh, I don't know. If and that's kind of where I think that's where all of these harsh uh, suspensions are coming from. Because it's like, yeah, even though if you want to bet on yourself to win, there's still the fact that it would probably be easiest to really control the outcome of a game by by throwing it rather than just stepping up to the plate and playing amazing. Yeah, it's always easier to to be worse than you are. Um but yeah, it's that's crazy. the first that's the first NFL talk that we've had on this podcast actually since yeah. we opened and we talked about Tua wearing the uh, camera on his helmet and the AFC <laughs> East. Yeah, we did. So yeah. it's been a minute, but we're gonna go we're gonna go right back to the NBA because there was the draft last Thursday. That was about six days ago now. Mm-hmm. Um not uh too many shocking things happened. Cam Whitmore fell to like the 20s, um, but Brandon yeah. Miller jumped up. And he's now going to be a Charlotte Hornet. I was pretty convinced that that was going to be Scoot Henderson for a long time. Really? Scoot, yeah. Scoot goes to the uh, Blazers. Uh, first thoughts. Uh, Blazers seem like they had to do what they needed to do. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, they have a lot of different uh, directions that they can go with. First thoughts when you saw that Scoot was going to be a Portland Trailblazer.
1: Blazer. Um, yeah, he's going to be electric for them. Um, he, he's a freak of nature. He is nuts. I mean, I, I honestly haven't seen him play. I've just seen his pictures and all that stuff. And he's absolutely yoked. Like he's huge. He's jacked.
0: He's jacked. A- he's jacked.
1: Yeah. Uh, so who who would the Blazers have? They got Scoot. Obviously, Dame is all up in the air. We'll talk about that. But then what else do they have? They have, they have well
0: Shaden Sharp from last year. Yeah. And they have Anthony Simons. That backcourt is small, no defense. I don't know if they can all play together. I, I'm usually a guy who says like, "Yo, let's see it." You know, best players on the court, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looks like they're gonna have to move one of them. Um, you know, well, a lot know. of people were talking about moving Anthony Simons in the third pick for Zion. I, I mean, oh wow! If they had known that Brandon Miller was gonna be taken at two, maybe they would have thought about it because obviously you can't trade, um, Scoot Henderson, who was kind of the reason that third pick had so much value. So, yeah. What what would you have done? Would you have traded the third and Simons for Zion? I think that really entices me because um, um, I think they really like Shaden Sharp up there in Portland. So you have you have Sharp, Lillard, and Zion. I think it gives it definitely gives you a win now scenario.
1: Um, I I would be hesitant just because of how injury prone um Zion has been, and I mean you can't. It sucks to – you don't want to bet on, like, an injury or, like, have an injury play into whether or not you're going to make a trade. But you kind of – I don't think I would have. I think I would have done this regardless of if, if it was Brandon Miller or Scoot that ended up being at number three, which it ended up being Scoot. Um, I, I think that's where the Blazers should have gone, and that's what they did do. They kept the pick, and – I think they would have been satisfied with either if it was Brandon Miller, but I think they're very satisfied with Scoot. But what that now brings is what's the direction? Are they going to build around Scoot or are they going to try and have him play with Dame and have them all play together and see where it takes them? I just don't know what the Blazers are going to do.
0: Yeah, I definitely think – that there needs to be a trade before the season starts for the Blazers. I don't know if that's going to be Damian Lillard. He can't be traded till July 9th, I saw. Mm-hmm. Um I I think moving I don't know. It just didn't really, it just doesn't make a ton of sense to me. I don't know what you can get for Simons and I don't think they want to trade Sharp. I mm-hmm. think Simons is like the third guy in that Lillard Scoot Simons trio and I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to give up on Shaden Sharp just yet. He was the youngest guy I thought in last year's draft. Mm -hmm. So I think they're going to stand pat with with those guys. So it's either between if they can get something that they like for Lillard, like Tyler Hero, because Tyler Hero can be a real two. And then you could just and Scoot would be that number one. I mean, and then it's like, or he could move to the three and you could go really small ball. But like, I don't know. Then you're kind of stuck still a little bit with like four guards yeah you know do you, can you even play in with shayden sharp and they can they already struggle to rebound and rim protection Isn't um, it you don't know what Nurkic really? is going to be
1: exactly that's what i was about to say i was like i thought i read something it was like if you're going to take lillard the blazers are going to ask you to take nurchik is i don't can't pronounce it whatever um they're going to ask you to take like his contract because his contract's really big so that, i read that
0: somewhere no no yeah it. i've i've read that too uh you know trade him, trade him essentially because his contract is so bad not to play for you um yeah. that's he's in a he's yeah one of one of the worst he's just injured all the time you can't really rely on him but he's the one big that they do have you know yeah, so exactly. they're gonna really have to like see see what's out there i mean obviously i don't know how many heat fans would do bam for damian lillard straight up i don't even know if the blazers would do that i don't know if they, either side would do that but they they need a big and the heat just don't have that outside of bam they're no, very here. small so they're kind of like i don't know this they're their dance hands are tied a little bit it might they might need to make two moves or a three-team trade where simon's goes elsewhere and they get hero and then they send damian lillard to the heat and they find that other place that wants simon's and they can get a big back from somebody else
1: I saw, like, a three-team trade. I can't remember what it was, but it was with the Heat and the Blazers. But then I can't remember who the third team was. I don't think it was the Hornets.
0: I don't know who's in the market to trade away their big other than, like, maybe the Timberwolves are looking at, like, what they want to do because they just signed Nas Reed to a pretty big contract. They didn't want him to leave. He was an undrafted guy. I mean, but now they have him at a fairly bigger contract. I think he's getting three years, $45 million. And then they have Rudy Gobert, max. Um, and Carl Anthony Town, super max. So, yeah. so I don't, I don't know. I don't think that that is going to last a long time. I don't know what kind of trade value either of those guys have, but you know, with An- when Anthony Edwards comes up, you're going to have to move. I think one of those guys, if you can. Yeah. So they're probably going to have to look into that, but I mean, it's good talk about whether or not like the Blazers are going to move on from Damian Lillard, but.
1: I think also- they should. I think they should. They've given it so much time with him. And this whole dilemma, as as a Heat fan, obviously, I'm like, I'm getting kind of tired of it. I'm like, either do it or don't. Like, stop just teasing me with it. Like, do it or don't do it. That's kind of where I'm standing. I'm kind of sick and tired of the whole, like, oh, he's, they're going to trade him. Oh, no, they're not having him in trade talks. Oh, never mind. We are going to talk about it. Like, pick a side, make a decision, and go with it. Like, that's just where I'm at. That Like, what the Wizards did. They were like, all right, whatever. We got to trade Beal. So. Here you go. And they did it. And the Blazers are just like, eh.
0: Same with Daniel. I completely agree again. uh, That's exactly where I was headed. I mean, it's fun to talk about, but also at the same time, it can't happen yet. And we're still 10 plus days until July 9th. And like, it just feels... I don't know. It just feels like an empty conversation to have. You know, it's not going to happen just yet. I'm finally glad that people are getting annoyed with it, though, because Mm -hmm. there's all these reports. I don't know if they're coming straight from David Lillard or from places trying to fill up the uh, the empty space and time where we don't have a ton of news. But I am getting sick and tired of it. I've I've always thought there's I like the loyalty, but, you know, it comes with saying, you know, just stay low. You know, not just always putting on pressure on the organization. There's only so much that they can do. They're probably trying to look to see if they can make a signing too. I mean, it's kind of amazing, truthfully, that nobody has come to Portland at all ever to team up with Damian Lillard since he's yeah. been there. So uh, that's you know, that's another unfortunate thing. But I also kind of wanted to talk about uh, the Charlotte Hornets and where they're going. I mean, Brandon, they just drafted Brandon Miller. They're nope. MJ sold his uh, stake in the team. Is this kind of a new wave for the Hornets? What, what do you think um, about them? I, I'm interested in this team. You know, they already have LaMelo Ball, so it's already like a mm-hmm. team that has an all-star level kind of player. Yep. Um, I, I don't really, know exactly. I can find the over-under for their um, wins next year. But What do you think? Do actually, you, here, you, I'll, you do
1: that. I'll, I'll give my thoughts on them. First of all, I absolutely love their broadcast team. They are so electric. They have so much fun. <laughs> And that is what I love because there there's those broadcasters that just like call the team and they don't really care for what is happening. In my opinion, they're just like there to do a job. No, these guys they absolutely love this team and they 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 get me invested as as an outsider. Like what they they freak out over Lamelo Ball and like his passes or if he ever dunks or whatever. Um, but who else did I got? What happened with Bridges? Is he? Is he still playing for them? Like, I remember there was something like he he had some sexual assault or whatever it was. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, I thought
0: he had, to, he had like, a domestic violence thing. I don't know if he's exactly going to be, like, that's still kind of an know. unknown thing. But if he does play, they have a guy on, like, a minimum contract who was originally, I thought, going to be a max player. Um, They have him, and he'll be playing, like, mm. probably – at least decently well, I, I'd imagine. I, he'll be, like, he'll probably I mean, be a little got rusty some, having missed an entire season, but...
1: This team um, has got some dudes. I mean, obviously, they just drafted Brandon Miller, so he's going to fit right in. Like, he's just going to go and play with them, and he's going to be in the starting five, and it's going to be great. I mean, obviously, you got Lamello and everything. And then they got Gordon Hayward. I mean, I know he's getting up there in age, but Gordon Hayward's still a productive enough player to, you know start here and there, come off the bench, all that. And then Terry Rogier, I mean, he's pretty solid. He he He's always been a solid player in the NBA, in my opinion. He's and definitely then,
0: been in trade talks, too.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's been in trade talks for many years. But, I mean, he doesn't let it bother him. I mean, he still does his thing. And then they have Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre's nuts. <laughs>
0: <God>. <laughs> yeah, so I finally found their win total um okay. at 36 and a half. 36 and a half. And their um for like the NBA title odds is plus 5,000. i
1: thousand. I'm betting
0: on that. No, I wouldn't bet on it either. But 36 and a half is honestly kind of a higher number than I thought it was uh going to be. I don't know if I would take that, but I do think they can make a run at a play. Um 36 and a half is is tough, you know. That's yeah, that's like four or five games away from 500. I don't know if they're that good, but I think I could see them, you know, jumping from the worst record in the league to,
1: you know, be in a play
0: like I was going to say end of the t- like 10th. Yeah. So yeah. Like, like at the 10th draft position. um, But I don't know how good that they're actually going to be this year.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to take another year. For, for them to kind of really off all, also with whole new ownership, like that's going to change a whole bunch of things. Like the culture is going to change and have, see who they go after. If they even go after anyone, if they decide to trade people, like it's Tara Rozier, for example, or even Gordon Hayward. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing.
0: I mean, so, so we don't think that they're going to be the worst team in the NBA. I have a kind of a surprise question here. Um Who, if you had to just lay all your money down, who do you think would be the worst team in the NBA next year with the worst record? I have an initial, I have an initial team that comes to mind. I don't, Um, I don't know if they're going to be like the very worst team
1: or Washington
0: Washington is a good one. That wasn't the one that initially came to my head. My, my initial thought was the Chicago bulls. I really think they're going to be bad. Um,
1: Especially, they might they might trade Zach Levine.
0: I think he gets. I think he has one of those years where, like, if if it not, if he doesn't get traded, he'll have a year like Bradley Beal just had, where he's gonna play like forty something games. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, he's already you know he's had injuries, but I don't think he's gonna play a ton. I don't know what Demar Derozan is gonna do. Oh my
1: gosh! Forget it. Oh. Um.
0: And with Lonzo Ball now being already ruled out for an entire year, I don't really see anything with the Bulls. And they don't they didn't have a pick. So, I released their pick, um, because it was sent from the uh it was sent to the Magic in the Vucevic deal. Yep. Um, I believe Vucevic is a is he a free agent? I'd have to check take a look at the free agents. But they're I just don't see any light at the end of the tunnel this year for the Bulls. Uh, I... Um but yeah, I don't it would be tough for me to. To say, like, oh, the Wizards were to good
1: second, but they have some fun players, that's for sure. But, like, I
0: don't know. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. They have some guys. So it might be a little bit like deceiving if they were to have the worst record or be in that group that has the best uh, lottery odds to get the number one pick. Well, I just don't see the Bulls being any good. And it's a shame what happened is to uh, Lonzo. Lonzo. I don't know if he's ever going to be able to come back from what he's doing at ne- going at now. It seems like those injuries, what he's got going on right now almost seems worse than if you were to tear your Achilles. Because at least if you tear mm-hmm. your Achilles, you know exactly what's wrong or what you're going to have to do to get back on the court. And then at that point, it's just the amount of effort that you put in and just you know a little bit of luck sprinkled in, yeah. obviously. And you'll have to change your game, assumably, mm-hmm. too. Just but a whenever bunch of rehab to, and everything. And, yeah, but when it comes to what he's got, you know, and the doctor's not even able to figure out what he has. Just a messed up knee. Knees. Yeah.
1: And yeah. it's just, it, could it be a growth plate thing? Like, I, I don't know. I feel like that could make sense. Like, I mean, being a basketball player, you obviously had a growth spurt really early on, so it could be like a growth plate issue, and I don't know. I'm not a doctor, obviously, so I'm not going to say anything, but I feel like that is potential
0: like i don't know could be he is he did get injured like almost like what 2021 now we're mm. we're talking like yeah or, or maybe maybe tw- like late 2021 or early 2022 so it's been like a year and a half so however old he was then you know 22 probably yeah. so, i don't know it could have been could have been what what do you uh what are you thinking, of, though, about the uh, worst teams in the NBA? Do you have another um, team in mind? I mean,
1: I, I said Washington because I just don't know who the heck they're going to have. Um, and then, I mean, Detroit probably going to be pretty, pretty bad again.
0: Detroit needs to get healthy. I mean, there's a lot of teams that are going to be – I mean, the Rockets. What do we think the Rockets are going to be? I mean, they're going to be better if they get James Harden. I don't think they're going to get James Harden. They
1: actually might be a surprise team next year. I mean, they're super young.
0: Plan. Young. I'm looking at the over-under here. This is actually ridiculous. I hope this is the right... Uh, these are the right numbers. Uh, looking at a pretty low over-under for the Rockets. Really? What is it? I don't even want to say. I don't even know if this is correct. <laughs> what? It's because so- some of these are a little off. What is it saying? Just Way too low. Way I mean, too they want they it, was in the it was in the twenties. It was in the twenties. They're not in the twenties.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. Th- I think they're definitely going to be better than that. Hmm.
0: That's. I, I mean, I well, what what about the Spurs? They were the they were the team that had the first pick this year. What do you What do you think are your overall expectations for uh, Victor Wembanyama? Um,
1: I hope he plays. Like, I hope he doesn't get injured or anything. Like Chet did. I feel like. Because they yeah. have the same kind of build, I think Chet is like seven two, and Wemby's like seven five, but he's like seven foot five, two hundred and twenty pounds. Like that's a stick. He he he's skinny. Like he's gonna need to put on some muscle if he's gonna want to play with like LeBron. Like LeBron, I think would just bulldoze over him, just for picking one person. Um, but I feel like a lot of people would probably bulldoze. Maybe not a lot, but. LeBron definitely would. Giannis would. Joel would. Um, oh, my God. Jokic would just push him and he would fall over. So I think he needs to put on a little bit of muscle. Um, but overall, I think he'll definitely be, it, it, again, if he's not hurt, Um, I I think he'll be a very, very good player.
0: No, I completely agree. I would say that they're probably going to be challenging for a playing spot, depending on what they can do. Um, who do they got in the uh in the free agency period? Mm-hmm. Um, I think he can be like that good. I think he will be able to win them some of the games that they weren't able to win last year. And I think they did tank partially last year, and they have a guy like Keldon Johnson who averaged twenty points. So I think they have some good players and Jeremy Sohan can hopefully be, you know, the one, uh, the one arm free throw shooter. Hopefully he can uh, continue to improve his game. I think him like along with Wimby in the front court, I think that offers like a pretty good, like dynamic of like an undersized forward with like a seven, five center. That's just doing whatever. I think that can create a lot of mismatches for a lot of uh, power forwards and centers in the league um but i wouldn't really expect them to make the plan just because the west is so just so stacked in the way that it was so even last year but i would i would expect Wimbanyama to average tw- i don't i 20 points i think he'll get 20 i think he'll get 20 points, 9 rebounds and th- he'll be top 5 in blocks yeah I I don't, I'll give have, him, I don't know if he'll lead the league in blocks. I think 20 and 9 is a very fair assessment. I'll
1: give him I think he'd average a double-double for sure.
0: Yeah, maybe maybe even a triple-double
1: double with blocks. Like eh, no, that's probably <laughs> way too much. Um but I I I I'm going to go lesser on the points. I think he'll end up with like around 16-17 a game and then I think he'll have like 11 to 12 rebounds a game just because no, who else is 7'5"? Like, there's
0: no one else that's happy. No, and there's not a lot of players that can do what he does and just being able no. to shoot over guys. I think he'll find um, – I think he'll have a mismatch with a lot of other guys too, as much as he needs to put on size as well. I mean, that comes obvious, but I don't think he's as skinny as Chet. Um, so I don't think he'll get bullied. I think there'll be nights where there's a, there's, you know, a center, like I'm sure Joel Embiid is going to want to say like, Hey, come on. Like, I'm like, who are you? You know, I'm, I'm the reigning. Who do you think you are? I am. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think he's going to want to come at him and just, and just say like, can you stop me on three possessions straight, like down, down the stretch in the game? Like I'm sure there's going to be some moments where like, he'll also get like bodied by some no name center, you know, or like whoever I'm sure his matchup with Steven Adams. You might yeah. not be the best thing for him or Jaron Jackson Jr. I could see, you know, being a, a tough uh, a tough matchup to for there. him. People are going to, you know, take a look at that and they'll say like, oh, he's going to have to, you know, put on some size or he's certainly nothing like LeBron James was in his first year or whatever. But I think when you look past some of those um some some of those games that he might get like taken advantage of in a sense down yeah. low. I think you'll come to realize just how tal- talented of a player that he is. and
1: Hopefully he's a little bit better than that one video when he was doing his little shoot-around and everything. <laughs> like his little press shoot-around after he got drafted. He was missing every, like, hmm. everything was just hitting off.
0: And yeah, he- that already partially was making its rounds on the internet. I mean, I, he'll play um in the Vegas Summer League. The Spurs play in the Sacramento one as well. Yep. But um, he'll we'll see him July seventh. I believe is when oh, the wow. uh, the Vegas Summer League kicks off. Yeah, it's right around the corner. That's um, happens quick. Yeah, I think this could be not a lot of people usually watch the Summer League. I would say outside of the year that Lonzo Ball came in, I remember that was like the first year where like people wanted to watch basketball in July. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be a ton of people looking to see what he can do um, in the summer league this year.
1: I agree. I definitely, uh, I mean, I don't watch a ton of basketball. I mean, I, I keep up and everything, but um, definitely like watch the sports center highlights and see what he's been doing. And uh, along with everybody else, I mean, I'm sure Brandon Miller's going to be playing at some point. Scoot's going to play. We didn't even talk about Taylor Hendricks. We need to give our UCF guys some love.
0: Oh Yeah. No, we didn't. Got,
1: got drafted ninth overall to the Jazz. That's so Jazz, awesome.
0: Jazz have a lot of front court players now. Yeah. Um, I, was personally, I was personally hoping that he was going to go to the Magic, but he'll, yeah. I think he'll be fine. I think a lot of people were really falling in love with him as a prospect. I, I really liked him.
1: Yeah. I mean, we saw him firsthand here. We, we, I went to a couple games, and he was a difference maker for the team.
0: He was very impressive defensively against Houston who were number three, I believe when they came into town, he's 19. Yeah.
1: Like he's still a kid. He was a, he was a freshman, like for
0: him. to he was one and done. Oh yeah. And when he came in, he was a four star. I mean, he wasn't expecting to be a one and done, but he kind of, he improved so much throughout the season and just kind of had such a big role as the year started. Um, it just all came together for him, and he ended up being a one-and-done and drafted in the lottery. Um, I that's think that's cool. kind of what's so enticing about him is that he's 19, but he and he's raw, and there's, like, a lot of potential there, but he doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a project. He feels like no. he's got some polish to him, you know, because he's a good shooter, and he obviously already gives the effort on defense. And last year was a very frustrating year, I'd say, for UCF, you know, yeah. going out early. In their conference tournament, not making the NCAA tournament, I and getting bounced in the NIT in the second round. Ooh, yeah, Did um, they lose? wasn't it BYU? Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. Oh yeah, yeah. I think they
1: played BYU in the first round and they beat them. Whatever it was, but yes, I remember. I remember being in the media lab and we were all watching that and um, just that's I don't. I'm not a fan of that court. I don't know about you. I don't like the court for um, Oregon. I think it looks looks dumb but uh yeah you're you are right. they
0: got like the different trims on the court mm-hmm. I don't think that looks very good either I don't really think many like courts like that are separate like that really look all that great I know I think Charlotte has like the it's like a beehive kind of thing going on on their court I think sometimes they do yeah. I don't know I'd have to I'd have to check but they've had like the beehive kind of court I don't I don't really know if I if I like those as much um, you know, one thing that they should bring back is the NBA Finals logo. Watching the M- NBA Finals with just like the YouTube, like yeah, that was weird. Like uh, logo or uh, font on it was really funky looking.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but yeah, yeah so, well, so yeah, we so we covered um, Dame and the Blazers. Yep, we covered MJ selling the team and Hornets mm-hmm. uh, preview. And we had uh, the NFL and their gambling.
1: Then we had the draft and all the good stuff with that.
0: Yeah, and the draft. Do you have a uh, anything that you're looking forward to over the next week or so in sports that you wanted to uh, maybe say anything about? Baseball well, have, anything in baseball that you were yes, baseball to? Shohei Otani had an amazing, um, he is he had an amazing game last night.
1: He is a freak athlete. It's insane. This dude is one of the best pitchers in the league. And one of the best hitters in the league. Obviously, I, I used to be like, no, uh, a pitcher can never win the MVP. Like, when Clayton Kershaw took that from Stanton. What Was it Stanton? I'm trying to remember. It, it was a couple of years. I can't remember if it was Kershaw or Ryan Brown. I think it was Kershaw took an MVP away from Stanton when he was with the Marlins like in, like, 15. Um, but, no, this dude is absolutely nuts. I mean, he had 10 strikeouts and hit two bombs. Like that's so di- that's so impressive, but um, it's, a, it's amazing.
0: Love- it's amazing. He beat them yeah. essentially single handedly, stopping the other team from scoring any runs. And, and then the main, yep, the main reason why the Angels scored runs last night. I'm obviously
1: very much looking forward to this series for the Marlins this weekend. They got the Atlanta Braves, who have been just an absolute bully to us over the last couple of years. And obviously, I'm I'm not the biggest Ronald Cunha Jr. fan, just because he is a cry baby when he gets hit by a pitch, but there's obviously a lot of history with that. Um, but this year, the Marlins have been playing really good this year. Their new manager, Skip Schumacher, he's been doing a, he's changed the culture of this team and this team believes. And uh, this, the Braves are just, they, they're just the top of the top of the league, honestly. And um we're going to go into Atlanta and we're going to see what we're made of. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm very honed in on my Marlins right now. So, yeah. Well, how about um, you? What are you
0: looking forward to? Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to Wimby's first game. I I am actually very much looking forward to it. I'm not somebody who puts the stock in in the summer league play. I can't stress that enough. But I'm looking forward to see how he plays because I hear I hear that apparently sometimes whenever he's uh, on the court, you uh, if you look away you're going to miss it. I hear he mm-hmm. he works in uh, spurts and he'll. You know, at one point, like at halftime or whatever, he'll have 12 points, you know, six rebounds or something like that, Mm -hmm. Um, which is already a pretty decent stat line. But um, but then like some stretch in the third quarter, he'll end up, you know, on a tear of his own. And then he'll his team will take a big lead and he'll he'll have 25 points and 13 rebounds. And, you you know, and that will be exciting. Yeah, his team will like win. And all that sort of stuff. So I'm I'm looking forward to that probably I would say the most over the next yeah. week or so. Um, so just the guys. general, yeah, the general summer league. Hoping though that everybody stays healthy, yeah. Because there've been some injuries in the summer league in the past. With I know Ben Simmons, I thought, got mm-hmm. hurt in summer league, and yeah. uh, and Chet exactly. like in a in a random like run that he had at, at a gym. So yeah. hopefully they can all stay healthy. I wonder if uh, Chet is going to play in the summer league i think he might i don't know sure. he might not i don't know it depends it's Tough. uh rosters are still coming out so that should all be very interesting um to yeah. see
1: yep i'm very excited for it too yeah
0: yep so i think that'll do it for this episode of double or nothing um i'm patrick previty that's mason migliera and we'll be back soon for episode five sports social
1: podcast network